This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage. Push button, get mortgage. How about that Rocket by LeMayhew? And they are going to the bottom of the ninth, a two-run homer with one out in the top of the ninth. Game six, ALCS. I was looking at CBSSports.com, and they were locked in on the headline. Astros move closer to a World Series appearance. And then I'm getting ready with Graceffo and Horowitz, who are two of the best in the business. Now, I think Horowitz is a Yankees fan, and Graceffo is a Mets fan. Is that correct, Horowitz? That's right. Yeah, so he's got the Jets. At least they beat the Cowboys. And I don't know, how how about the Jets if they beat the Patriots? Are they printing playoff tickets at MetLife? Yeah, but that's not going to happen. And you, your, your life is in a sad state of affairs when your only salvo is at least you have the Jets. Well, yes, Sam Darnold, they did look like a different team in that Cowboys game, even though the officials did everything on earth to try and give Dallas that game. My Lord, between that game right into the Monday night game with the Lions and the Packers, has NFL officiating ever been worse? And we thought it couldn't get any worse than what we watched when the Saints got robbed of an appearance in the Super Bowl I know the NFL is debating the 17-game schedule. We'll get into that in a moment, and I'll get back to game six. I'll keep it posted. 4-4, bottom of the ninth. Chapman in for the Yankees. If they get a game seven, it will be tomorrow. Severino for the Yankees and Cole for the Astros. Now, I follow Sean Marash, who will be coming up after our broadcast at 2 a.m. Eastern 11 p.m. Pacific, and I know he's a Yankees fan because he tweets during the game, and he said, hey, Stroh's fans, you were up 3-1, but it's over. This was, I think, last night. So when it's 4-2 with one out in the ninth, as I'm looking at CBSSports.com, I was ready to begin my opening huge opinion with Marash owes North America an apology. Instead, it's 4-4. Yankees have out hit the Strohs 10-5. And man, I know you got Cole, but you got the Yankees in that lineup. So we'll see what happens if they can pull it out, either the Astros in the bottom of the ninth or if we'll be going to extra innings. Either way, I Strohs, Nats, is that a snoozer nationally, Horwitz? I... I it's like you. there's part of me rooting for the Yankees, just like the Yankees-Nats. I don't know. The Strohs, I'm not bored with them. I, I love their lineup. Uh, I love everything. A.J. Hinch. I I love the team. I don't Maybe I've seen them too much in the postseason. Yeah, like I haven't seen the Yankees in the postseason. I don't, and the Nats, it's a great story. Noah Harper, 
There's a message being sent, and I'm telling you, maybe Trout will be the last big mega deal. And when I say mega, I'm talking one of these 300 million plus that you'll ever see in the game of baseball. Their TV contract will never be as big. I know these owners get to work with the 162 regular season games, but you're not going to see deals like Harper. Nats go to the World Series. I I think the Nats, you know, be you have a team that you know kind of has that Royals Giants feel to it. I don't know. I the Astros I thought were a lock, but they had they got pushed to five by Tampa. So I. Horowitz, how do you think it's going to play out? Do you think the Yankees, can they come back and steal this game by tying it in the ninth, win game six, and then get that game seven tomorrow in Houston? Gosh, I hope so, Bill. I really do. I was about three minutes, what was it, five minutes ago, whenever it was, when they tied this game up, I thought we were dead and buried, series over, season over. Um, If any team can do it, it's the Yankees. I mean, they haven't hit this series, but they have the bats uh, to to come back and, and get it done. Obviously, you're worried about Garrett Cole pitching Game 7, but let's just get there and, and see what can happen. You sounded so depressed when I first came on and talked to you before the broadcast. I thought I was talking to two James Graceffos. Yeah, and oddly, <laughs> if you had heard from James, I mean, James was in all his glory as a uh, you know haunted Mets and Jets fan. Just So they're anti-Yankees, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the little brother syndrome, and, and he likes to revel in uh, in my misery the few oh, times that he Oh, I could see James it. going, hey, you see what I told you? Look at yeah, Yankees are a fraud. Marash, meanwhile, is probably going through 17 different dips he brought along for his broadcast. And his call that this was after they won game. He didn't make the call when they were down 3-1. He said it after they won Game five. I, I do love Yankees crowds when that when A Rod and Ortiz, I mean, and the Fox, the set they have out near the outfield seats. Why don't you just go to Rikers Island and let's go to Fox with the Yankees update from Rikers Island? Uh, they had to be hitting the guy or lady working the delay button for Fox, probably looked like she was on the finals of Jeopardy. Just mashing, mashing the button. No, well, you're you're Fox. You put it anywhere near the outfield at Yankee Stadium. Maybe you want that feel. You put it in the outfield. Are you kidding me? Uh, they don't have metal detectors. They have full body detectors in the outfield at Yankee Stadium. Gosh, anything I, goes in the Ortiz? bleachers there. And you and you put uh, like the Red Sox hero. You put him on the set. I'm surprised they that when we saw the next broadcast, they didn't have 14 foot barbed wire fences. <laughs> and then the Kevin guy, whatever is, and I forget his name. He does Burkhart. a good job. Burkhart. Yeah, he does a good job. You know, he does. He really, uh, I like him. He's trying to talk over. And so who is it? It's Ortiz and A Rod. And that, is it just me or is A-Rod talking slower? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm I watching that, and I'm thinking, am I watching a Saturday Night Live skit? Who else am I missing? Who was the fourth person on, Frank, on the – Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas. All I can think about it is his X-Energy pills <laughs> commercials. <laughs> hey, Frank Thomas, you working out at the club? Yeah, I'm working out. You know, I can't quite swing the bat like I used to. 
Hey, guys. Hey, a health club's passing out drugs to enhance body performance. That's never happened before. Let's do it now. Oh, wow. Nothing against any of the baseball sets, but are any of these pre- or post-game shows good anymore for baseball? Horowitz, who's your favorite? For in sports or for baseball? Baseball. I'm talking like, uh, you know, Ernie Johnson does a good job. Do they have Pedro on his? I With believe Ernie so, or the yeah, TNT? T- yeah, TBS. I no, gotta... no, Ernie was doing play-by-play, so they had another guy as the host who just annoyed me. Casey uh, Stern. Oh, hey, everybody. You know what, Pedro, what do you think? And I'm thinking, what am I doing? The, you know, Casey Kasem countdown, top 25? Uh, I'm, a, I'm in an irritated mood. I don't know what it is. So they are in the bottom of the ninth. And it will keep you up to date. Yankees tied it. LeMahieu with a homer off of Suna in the top of the ninth. Astros win. They win the American League. Yankees win. We get a game seven. I'm rooting for a game seven because I have no rooting interest. I know we have listeners on AM610 down in Houston, and I think you get CBS Sports Radio on the HD channel in New York. Am I correct? I think. I don't know. (laughs) Do we? I don't know. In New York, you probably have all those HD channels like they have in Chicago and L.A. and all the big cities. You guys are movers and shakers. You guys live in Manhattan penthouses. Graceffo has one of those with two floors. My Lord, you guys are rollers. All right, I'm rooting for a game seven. And then I'd rather see the Yankees because I like the flavor in New York when it comes to postseason baseball. Not a big Yankees fan. But I want to see the Yankees and the Nats, which should go over well with anybody beyond Pennsylvania. <laughs> For the hey, World Series ratings are in in Montana. Nobody watched them. So updates on that. Who, who do you think the World Series will be right now? Horowitz, 4-4, bottom of the ninth. Who do you think will be in the World Series? As I'm on the edge of my seat, I got to roll with my team. They just came up clutch. This is the uh, Yankee October magic of old. So give me Yankees. Yeah, I I want the Yankees. I'm not going to say that, though. Well, we're probably not. Are the Astros on AM610 in Houston? Because that will dictate whether or not I go against the Astros. (laughs) They are both uh, CBS Sports Radio affiliates. So 610 in Houston and WFAN in New York. Okay. FAN carries the Yankees. I thought ABC used WABC used to no, carry. No, 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 no. That God, that was forever ago. Bro. Was that was that a long time? It, is K the play-by-play guy for the Yankees? He right? does TV. John Sterling does radio, along with uh, Radio Hall of Famer Susan Waldman. Yeah, that's. I was in Northern Michigan, and I was golfing, and I listened on satellite, and you get the Yankees broadcast, which sounds professional with Sterling, right? And and and. The female voice was was strong, and and then the Houston broadcast. My buddy said that sounds like a college broadcast. It didn't sound. I, were the announcers like sick? It sounded really. You know, I, I expect a big sound for. And it wasn't a XM serious crew. It was because I like I like how they do it where you can get the home and the way broadcasters. You know what I'm saying? And it's good stuff. 
So it's 4-4. They're in the bottom of the ninth. How many outs right now? Horowitz. Two down. Two down. George Springer up. 3-1 Oh, he's going to hit it out. I bet he jacks it out. Uh, by the way, something we do together each and every Saturday night, you're a huge four. College football, man. What about Illinois and Lovey Smith? Shocking number six, Wisconsin. Are you kidding me? That is, they hadn't beaten a ranked team since 2007. So we do the huge four each and every Saturday night. Your top four teams in college football. You had Ohio State last night. Clemson looks like they're riding the ship, but they're not playing anybody. LSU, they look awesome, but they still got, you know, Auburn and Alabama. Jeez, and, you know, the SEC title game. I'm trying. I'm looking at the, your top four, Oklahoma, but do I believe in their defense? Penn State held on to beat Michigan. Michigan and dropped a game tying touchdown. Otherwise, that game was going at least to overtime or to the final seconds. Man, I, I think it's starting to kind of shake itself up and identify who's in that mix. It's Alabama, it's LSU, it's still Clemson. I know their schedule, but you play the games that you're given. It's Oklahoma, who should. You watch Texas need a late field goal to beat Kansas. Texas won't beat Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game, so Oklahoma will roll. It's almost like you give two spots to Clemson and Oklahoma. Wisconsin, they're not completely out of the mix because they could beat Ohio State twice. Regular season and also in the Big Ten title game. And then you got the LSU, Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State. I don't think Ohio State's going to get beat. So I think three of the final four teams will be Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. And then the SEC will get that one team, the team that is standing and survives in the SEC championship. So you tell me, in order, top four teams, how the games you've been to, games you've watched. Now you can do that at one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. Now, I was trying to find the game on my TV in the studio. Somebody turned it off, so I went live, didn't have a chance, thought the game was over when it was 4-2 Astros in the ninth. Then LeMahieu tied it up 4-4 in the top of the ninth. We do our first segment. I go to break. I ask Horowitz and Graceffo back at CBS Sports Radio New York City any update on the game. And Horowitz who you just heard on air during the first segment, full of life, hope, dreams, that a Game 7 would happen on Sunday night, that the Miracle Yankees have returned with their new Mr. October LeMayhew. He goes, L2V, walk off, 6-4, Astros. I thought he was possessed for a moment. Graceffo then chimes in as a Mets fan, yeah, you know what? These Yankee fans were hating on me all day. 
I love New Yorkers. I do, man. I think their passion for their teams. I, I could listen to New Yorkers on the fan complaining or giving huge love to their team and their players. Astros have built a winner. And Yankees, you know, this series could have went either way. Sean Mirage, uh, now Mirage from the DA show producer, also works for the fan in New York. He called out the Astros fans and said, after the Yankees won game five, the series was over. We are getting word from CBS Sports Radio headquarters. He will make an official apology around 2.02 a.m. Eastern time, 11.02 Pacific. The Yankee season is over. And on behalf of the Saturday Night Huge Show and James Graceffo, we send huge love to Ben Horowitz back at CBS Sports Radio. You can almost see the new Yankee Stadium if you look out the right window. Lights are off, and also the lights are off our season. <laughs> James, is Horowitz loving this right now? Nah, he's not happy. He's not. He'll get over it. He's, he'll live. You sound happy now, James. I don't get to see any winning from my team, so this is as good as winning. So you deem it to be a win for you as a Mets fan to watch the Yankees fans all go crazy when LeMahieu hit the homer in the top of the ninth when they were down 4-2 with one out, and now to see them hit rock bottom that's a win for you, right, Graceffo? Uh, Not as much as it used to be, but it is a little bit still, just because it's fun. What was it like? Take me inside the control room. You guys have the Yankees-Astros game up on one of 73 TVs that monitor all sports in the world at the CBS Sports Radio headquarters in Manhattan. What was it like when Jose Altuve went yard with the walk-off in a 6-4 win for the Strohs. Uh, just a lot of words that you can't say on the radio, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. How you yeah. doing? Let's go to Bobby from Brooklyn. Hey, how you doing? If know, you know what I mean. Uh, kind of like an Andrew Dice Clay concert early days in Queens, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, Do you know who Andrew material. Dice Clay is? You're you're too young. No, I, you? I know who he is, yes. No, you probably know him from, like, Ford Fairlane, the movie. No, I stand up. Stand up. Yeah, how old are you? Doc. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. Let's not I go say down. Anything. <laughs> well, all right, what's worse, that rhyme from Dice Clay or what Horowitz was saying with El Tuvi when he went yard? What Horowitz was saying. <laughs> I'm over here now. Hey, Jose, I got your Altuve. Hey, Jose, Altuve this. Mraz, is he he comatose right now in the CBS? He's not touched down from the chopper that's taking him here yet. Green room? No, he is not touched down from, from the chopper that's taking him here from Long Island. What do you think at, at two, like I said, after the update? By the way, who's doing updates for us tonight? You have Seth Cantor in the house. Oh, Seth Cantor. That's a good one. What do you think his mood will be 
at two o, I guess around two o two, when he goes there live, there will be no uh, apologies. He'll be very bullish. He'll be very argumentative, and uh, he will somehow blame everyone but the Yankees. So he'll blame Major League Baseball. He'll blame the Astros, right, for saving Cole for games. And he might blame like John Carlos Stanton, or you know any other Yankee who didn't hit. You know they were they were bringing up. John Carlos Stanton, why does he slide his feet so much? I think the announcer was or Smoltz or whoever was on. They have so many different stations and broadcast teams. I can't keep track. He said sometimes when he's hitting, it's like he's on skates. He's moving his feet all around. I know he has wicked bat speed, but who knows? Yankees had a great lineup. That's a good team. That was a great series. I'm, I'm not excited. Are you excited about the Nats being in the World Series? I'm not. I know Horowitz is, and he's a Yankees fan. I'm not necessarily excited about the series. I think it'll it's it'll be a lot of it'll be a good series with a lot of pitching. If you like pitching, this is your series, though. Yeah, and then there'll be some star power. And you know, as a Tigers fan growing up in Michigan, it'll be nice to see Verlander versus Scherzer possibly, which makes you think what in the hell the Tigers were thinking when they just look at all the guys that are gone from them now: Anibal Sanchez, Scherzer, Verlander, J.D. Martinez. Oh my lord. And the Tigers now are the worst team in baseball. Yeah, great management there. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, two questions we're going to throw out. We do our regular Saturday night CBS eyeball test. Top four teams in college football in order at this hour. Uh, you can join us at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. And your early gut, Strohs or Nats, who gets a World Series ring? We'll get uh, to your huge opinions. I'm what do say, you think? I'm going to say Houston. Yeah, it's so right. But the Nats, like, I, I, I liken their chemistry. They're doing it without Harper. Uh, they were dead in the water. Uh, you, you have Scherzer who wants that moment. You have I, – I just – they, they remind me of the Giants and, like, Royals when they've won World Series or those Cardinals teams where I don't think they're the better baseball team, but they're a great story and they're on a good run. We expected the Astros to be here and the Yankees, right? We did. So we'll talk baseball later. Uh, college football, Graceffo is a happy man. He can't stop talking because he's a Mets fan and the Yankee season is over. The last thing he wanted, the Yankees to win another World Series and have him listen to all of his Yankees friends at CBS Sports Radio and beyond. Put it in his face. All offseason through next year. It won't happen. So stand by Graceffo Horowitz shedding tears right now in morass. I just looked at CBS Sports Radio video cam, a big hug. They're hugging each other, and they're saying they're always our Yankees. That's beautiful. I'm getting touched emotionally. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. We are back live across North America, something we do together each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions, mine and yours. Horowitz and Graceffo are back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Sean Moraz is coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. And huge Yankees fan, so is Horowitz. Graceffo's a Mets fan. And 
Mraz has taken on people on Twitter already. <laughs> oh, man. How can you have an umpire be this bad behind home plate at a game six? Really bad look for MLB. The strike zone is unbelievable tonight. Ridiculous. Uh, I can't wait for that. That would be awesome. Uh, we do have two huge questions of the night. One we do each and every Saturday during the college football season. Your CBS eyeball test. Top four teams in college football in order. Based on games you've been to, games you've watched on TV, this is your own personal huge four. Four best teams. I think it's starting to, you know, Wisconsin gets knocked off by Lovey Smith in Illinois, which that's like a 10-year win for the fight in Illini. My Lord. That is such a shocking. That's one of the most, with the way Wisconsin's been playing, but they're a different team away from Camp Randall. That's one of the great home field advantages in college football. Tua now is out the ankle. Who knows where it's at? It's a lower body injury for Alabama. Burrow's amazing for LSU. Clemson plays nobody. They'll coast. I think Oklahoma will get through. I don't think anybody will beat Ohio State. So now you kind of look at looking at the playoff that if I project Clemson, Ohio State, and Oklahoma, your one seed, probably, unless it's Ohio State, is going to be that SEC team that survives. But there's a lot of Hornets nest games, and if Tua's hurt, you know, is LSU in the driver's seat? You know, Auburn is, is still a good football team. I'm looking at LSU's remaining schedule. They have Auburn on Saturday on CBS television at home. Then they go to Alabama, but who knows? And there's a bye week in there for LSU. At Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Texas A&M. So next two weeks will tell you if LSU will be undefeated going to the SEC title game. So with Tua Hurt, if I did my huge four, even with Tennessee getting drilled by Alabama, I'd probably go LSU, Alabama right now because you don't know with Tua. And everybody overreacts. Look at the Mahomes injury. Oh, he's out for every, you know, you hear. Now, again, we, you know, teams in the NFL, they, they want people to think that Mahomes will be back in three weeks. You know, positive news. You know, the Madden curse, he's on the cover. But they said it's the best-case scenario, so maybe three weeks. But you dislocate your kneecap and you're going to be back in three weeks? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to speculate. Same thing on Tua. But right now, the four best teams in order with Tua coming back. I would go Ohio State, Alabama, LSU, in Oklahoma. I can't put Clemson there. Well, what's their win? What, what What's Clemson's win? That says, I, I get their name says they're a big boy. Their resume under Dabo says they're a big boy. But these are the teams they've played. Georgia Tech at home 
A&M at home at Syracuse. Charlotte, where a lot of you don't even know they play football for our listeners on WFNZ. North Carolina, where Carolina went for the two-point conversion. Florida State, who's horrible this year. Louisville, they rocked. They get Boston College. Wofford, is that re- Are you kidding me? Th- this team's supposed to be one of the best, and they're going to play Wofford and Charlotte on their schedule? Are you- Come on. They're- they could get left out at 11-0. 12 and 0 based on the ACC title game or 13 and 0. Actually, if you throw in the championship game, they could get left out if there's a good one loss SEC team with a strong schedule. I mean that. Look at, and they finish. This is their finishing schedule Boston College, not playing good football at all this year. Wofford, pretty good basketball program. Again, they play two schools that I did not know have football teams. At NC State, Wake Forest at home, and at South Carolina. Now South Carolina, the rivalry at Williams-Brice Stadium, that could be squirrely for Clemson at the end of the year. Rivalry games always are, but they get a bye week before it. That schedule's no way. So then you ask yourself, and this is kind of crazy, if you're LSU, would you have a better chance... All right, so you, if you take care of business against Auburn next week at home and you go lose at Alabama, let's say two is back, and you're a one-loss team. This happened before with LSU and Alabama. And Alabama runs the table because they still have some games left to play, right? They have some quality teams on their schedule, like Auburn, like LSU. But your LSU, if your only loss is to Alabama, is your road easier to get to the Final Four without having to play the SEC championship game? Yeah, I'm going. Ohio State's the best team in the country that I've seen. It's CBS eyeball test, your own personal top four. Ohio State... LSU, Alabama, Oklahoma. So you can join in 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Early vibe on the Nationals and the Astros in the World Series that will start on Tuesday. Strohs have four possible games at home, three in the middle. So the Nats will be looking for a split in Houston. Like Horowitz said, I like the Strohs probably in six. Your early vibe, one 855 for cbs That's one 855 Also next hour, we'll touch on the top four in the NFL. Who's the second best team in the AFC? I think it's Buffalo. And on this show, for those of you that listen, I told you Buffalo would be a playoff team before the season began. And a lot of you laughed at me at Saturday Huge on Twitter. You laughed at me on the Saturday Night Huge Show Facebook page. But I'm looking at the Chiefs. 
Houston would be pushing for the second best team with Buffalo right now in the AFC. And in the NFC, I think the best team is San Francisco right now, 5-0. and And it's tough not to say the Seahawks are the second best team or what New Orleans has done without Drew Brees says something about Sean Payton. Don't tell me about the Packers because that, that officiating job on Monday at Lambeau, and you Packer fans are some of the best in sports. That was brutal. How the NFL, multi-billion dollar franchises, explain to me how you can't hire full-time officials. Tell me why for the credibility of America's biggest sports entity, you would not hire full-time officials. Why? What's the reason? So these officials then are training, watching video, they're talking, they're working OTAs, they're working camps, they're they're there. What what do you pay them? 150 grand a year, let's say, for the sake of this argument. You hire 500 officials, you have the money. I think this premise was based on where football used to be and how salaries were low, cash flow was low, you weren't getting the massive crowds or 9,000 channels or games on Twitter or YouTube. Hire full-time officials. And after the Green Bay Lions debacle on Monday Night Football, I said this on my statewide show in Michigan, that there's one thing outside of a few players you can take from the Association of American Football, that they're sky judge. Having a sky judge at every NFL game with two other officials together in that booth, they can immediately decide if a flag should be picked up. So if you take the sky judge principle and you put the sky judge in at every NFL stadium for every NFL game, You don't have to have a separate pass interference review or a year where you're trying it out. You don't have to review every scoring play. And if there are missed calls or bad calls, the sky judge can buzz down. The referee has the buzzer. The referee also has the earpiece where the sky judge can talk to him or her immediately and say, pick up the flag, there was no holding. Pick up the flag, There was an encroachment. Pick up the flag. There wasn't pass interference. Or he can buzz him and say, you guys missed it. There was pass interference on the play. And they dropped the flag. The referee then explains that the sky judge saw pass interference on number 21 on wide receiver number 88. And with how quick the sky judge could communicate... And the time it would eliminate in reviewing every scoring play because he may look and buzz a ref and say, it's good, it's in. They don't have to go back and look at everything. It speeds up the game. And a sky judge, there's something about the word judge, not a referee. The word judge, in my mind, 
that brings credibility. And these guys are human on the field. But if a sky judge is there to ensure that the proper call is made, who will complain? It's an easy fix for the National Football League. Sky judge first and full-time officials. It brings credibility to a league that is so big with TV viewership. And a lot of that has to do with fantasy and betting and just fan interest in different generations growing up with the team. But if you add a sky judge and you add full-time officials, you take your credibility up to the next level. Think about what the NFL has been through, domestic violence, deflate gate. We can go down the list. Hiring full-time officials is long overdue. And adding a sky judge would be the smartest move in terms of officiating the NFL has ever done. I'll take your thoughts on the sky judge. Top four in the NFL, top four college football, early vibe of the World Series, a lot to talk about. 1-855-212-4CBS, that's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.